Hello, royal family. This is Lori Lynn, dubbed her royal excitedness by a childhood friend and the queen of fun by an adult friend. I have been told that I laugh too much. I actually think that the world doesn't laugh enough. I think that we all have our own brand of crazy and it's just a matter of finding compatible crazy. My favorite quote is by Ralph Waldo Emerson. Nothing great was ever achieved without enthusiasm. I think I could be described as an enthusiastic survivor because I have survived some crazy stuff. (laughs) And still keeping my head up and laughing along the way. Welcome to the journey, and I'm glad you're here. Hello, royal family. I hope that you don't mind this kind of off-the-cuff stream of consciousness, just thinking out loud format but that's mostly what I'm going to end up doing. I may be in the car, I might be driving, I might sneak upstairs where it's nice and quiet while the kids are working on something else. I might take a walk outside and you might hear birds chirping, but I would love to be able to get some of these thoughts out into the world and hopefully something that I say something that I've lived through, something that I've learned from, will then benefit you in some way. So, just kind of a brief overview. Um, I was born in New Jersey, raised in Kentucky, but I have spent most of my life in Tennessee. Um, I grew up in a little teeny tiny town in rural Kentucky with a population 1000 sign. Because I learned to talk in New Jersey, I got teased a lot when we moved to Kentucky. And instead of saying nine, I would say nine. And instead of saying right, I would, no, instead of saying rat, I would say right. And um, I was also an avid reader, so I got teased a lot for wearing glasses and reading books and talking funny and um, was kind of a little bit of an outcast. Um, In high school, I ended up becoming the co-editor of the newspaper and I have gotten in trouble for things that I've written um, in the third grade, I wrote in a friend's yearbook to a damn good friend (laughs) in the third grade. (laughs) But I spelled it correctly and I used it in the proper context. Um, And then in high school, as the co-editor of the newspaper, I got in trouble for one of the articles that I wrote about the librarian and was asked to retract my article. So... Um, I've gotten into arguments with teachers over the years. The same teacher that I got in trouble with because I wrote to a damn good friend in my friend's yearbook, that particular friend, her name 
is spelled S-H-E-R-Y-L. Now, being from New Jersey, I would pronounce that name with two syllables. We were working on syllables that day, and my third grade teacher argued with me that that name has one syllable, and that's Cheryl. Her name is not Cheryl, it's Cheryl, but you know, (laughs) what are you going to do when you're in the third grade? (laughs) I've also gotten into arguments with Sunday school teachers about Santa Claus and whether or not it's a good idea to tell your kids that there is a Santa Claus. I had decided really early on that I was not going to tell my kids, my future kids, if I had kids, um, that there was a Santa Claus. So uh, I got in trouble for that because, you know, you've got to give your children something to believe in. And I'm like, uh, we're in Sunday school. Can I, like, just, you know, lead with the whole, like, God and Jesus thing? Can we just leave it there? (laughs) Um, When my son asked me about Santa Claus, I'm like, oh, no, let's look him up. So we looked him up on Wikipedia. (laughs) Learned about all of the different countries' versions of Santa Claus. And then when my kids started losing teeth, they're like, Mom, can you just pretend to be the tooth fairy? And uh, I did, and I would occasionally leave them uh, little coins or whatever for their teeth, but I happen to be a very absent-minded tooth fairy, and so thankfully, the younger kids have the benefit of having older siblings who can fill in for the absent-minded tooth fairy when she forgets. So, I am not pretending to have it all together, (laughs) clearly, (laughs) but I do have a lot of fun along the way. And I really like to share the things that I'm learning and things that have worked for me. Um, And sometimes they're just really simple things that made a huge difference. Um, For example, I made one change in my 20s um, after I had, well, I guess, no, I take that back. So I guess I was 30. Um, After I had my son, I was sitting down to eat and (laughs) I had gotten a chicken sandwich, a large onion rings, and a large sweet tea. And by large, I mean 32 ounces of Southern sweet tea from Sonic Drive-In. And I'm sitting there with my onion rings coated in high fructose corn syrup laden ketchup. sucking down this syrupy sweet tea and I'm looking over at my son who's sitting in a high chair and he's eating like little bits of apple and I'm thinking oh my gosh I'm gonna have to learn how to feed this kid and I'm sitting here eating fast food and I can't feed this to him like his sweet little system is so pure (laughs) so I picked up a book Um, at a cute little shop in Hillsborough Village and it was called The Working Parents Cookbook and I picked it up because I loved the graphics and I'm a sucker for good marketing it was so so cute and I didn't want to pay like $30 or whatever it was so I found it at the library and checked it out and 
I loved it so much that I found it online and I've actually bought a few copies online. It's not in print anymore, sadly, um, but you should be able to find it used if you want to look it up, but it's called The Working Parents Cookbook and it talked about partially hydrogenated oil or trans fat and it recommended that you avoid it like the plague. So I made one change to my diet. I started reading labels and I cut out anything that said partially hydrogenated oil. So for example, if I had, um, I had some spices in my cabinet and one of them said partially hydrogenated oil in the ingredients. So I just switched it out with a different spice. Same flavor, different ingredients. Within, I think about four months, I had lost 30 pounds without even trying. I wasn't even trying to lose weight. I was just trying to like eat healthier so that I could help my kid to eat healthier. I stopped getting cysts. So I used to get really bad cystic acne and I used to get cysts on my ovaries and I actually had what's called um, fibrocystic disease. And um, so every month my breasts would fill up with cysts and they would be so painful that it would hurt to just walk down the stairs. So I would actually just hold myself while walking down the stairs. Um, I spent a lot of my life in pain. Um, I had endometriosis before I had my son and I had a laparoscopy um, to try to treat that. And so I was in debilitating pain before that. Um, I had had a colonoscopy the year that I got married and was told that I had colitis and would probably be on some sort of medication for the rest of my life. Um, and I just thought, you know, I'm not signing up for that. I'll, I'll figure it out. And I'm now in my mid-40s and I do not have colitis. I do not get cystic acne. I don't get cysts on my ovaries. I don't have fibrocystic disease. Um, I don't battle depression. That was another thing that I was diagnosed with um, when I was about 25. Um, and it's largely in part um, to that one silly little minor change that I made. And of course it snowballs, but that one thing, that cutting out trans fat or partially hydrogenated oil um, helped me lose weight, clear up my skin, uh, prevent uh, recurring ovaries from growing in my body, and I had more energy, I felt better, um, and then, like I said, it, it snowballed into starting to avoid other things too, like high fructose corn syrup and artificial sweeteners and flavors. And then eventually, many years later, um, mostly avoiding white flour, white sugar. Um, I'm not great at that, but I am really good at keeping out partially hydrogenated oil. So um, I ended up having two more children after that change and have kept the weight off the whole time. So I went from when my son was about a year old, I was wearing about a 16, 18 um, in pants and lots of drawstrings and, you know, like wore out the thighs <laughs> on these like linen pants. And then um, I dropped down to about a size eight where I tend to be fairly comfortable. Um, I went through a divorce last year. My divorce was final. 
um, mid-April of last year. It's now 2019, almost April, and uh, I, I went on the divorce diet accidentally and lost a lot of weight. So I was kind of a, I guess like a 2-4. I'm now back up to about a size 4. Um, and feel good. Like I'm like 130 pounds, so I'm a solid size four. Um, and I love doing pull-ups and I love going on hikes and I love eating healthy food. And I do indulge every now and then, especially because, um, my daughter, my middle daughter loves to bake. And so, you know, obviously I can't let her bake and not sample everything. So, um, I'm a homeschool mom of three, we are all actors. We, li we like to do commercials and theater. And uh, this is my journey now of taking all of the things that we have learned and benefited from over the years and just sharing them with the world and contributing in a way that I have never done before. So thanks for tuning into the podcast and hopefully there will be things here that will change your life for the better and you can turn around and um, contribute your own beautiful changes to the world and make the world a better place. So I think that's it. Um, signing off until next time. I always end by blowing a kiss. So here you go. Mwah.